Daily DVR is sponsored by our presenting sponsor, Cufflinks.com, the men's accessories marketplace. Cufflinks.com aims to drive men to one place where they can find all the accessories they could want to elevate their look each day. Go to Cufflinks.com slash DVR today. Use code DVR20 and save 20% off your order. No minimum. Whether it's Star Wars, Marvel, DC, Disney, all that great stuff, or the sports stuff, NCAA, NBA, NFL, or, of course, the classic wearable art, the amazing high-quality Hook and Albert Oxen Bull, and, of course, their own Cufflinks.com brand. We encourage you to elevate your look when you get dressed in the morning. It helps to make you feel more confident and create your individual style. Go to Cufflinks.com DVR today. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for downloading. Hope everybody's doing good. You can find out more about us at DVRpodcast.com. We're back. Haven't done a podcast since my birthday pod with Heath. And I have another special guest on today's show. It's Ando Calrissian. What's up, Andy? Oh, same old, same old. Uh, having fun. This is like the best time of the year in Minnesota because the weather is perfect. Not too cold, not cold, not too hot. I'm just sitting around and watching my crops grow, so it's pretty, pretty nice. Ooh, I like the sound of that. Yeah, it's uh, it's nice and laid back. You can kind of drive to all of our. We got some fields that are by some lakes, so you bring a few adult beverages and sit by the lake for a little while and have a couple while you're watching your crops. I'm putting that in quotation marks while I'm saying that. So yeah, it's a it's a fun time of the year here right now. Man, I have been getting into that vibe too, you know, um, as you know, of my many Facebook posts, I have (laughs) been cleaning out my garage and, uh, I put my old PA skills to work, you know, back in the day, they used to be like, all right, Foley, we need you and Hull and this other dude to empty this entire apartment, put it in a box truck. Cause we only, and we only have one truck too. So it better fit perfectly. <laughs> and then at the end of the day, you're going to have to take everything out and put it back exactly where you took it. Um, and, uh, that's what I did. I went through all these boxes and I just made like an eight by eight square, you know, the heaviest on the bottom, just progressively yep. like Tetris man and, uh, created <laughs> like a hangout room in the garage. And now I can open up the, um, uh, whole garage door and just sit in what basically was our old living room. Cause all that furniture was in the garage uh-huh. and watch the freaking weeds grow, man. It's beautiful. I love it. I just sit in there at night. I, you know what? I even rigged a science and like a sciencey weird light. Like I put Christmas lights inside an air conditioner, uh, tube. Oh, Nice. I don't know if I saw that in the picture. That's cool. Yeah, it's a little hard to uh, take a picture of it, but it gives a good vibe when you're in the room. Um, And today I picked up like a 50-inch plasma TV for free. Some lady was giving it away. And and I'm guessing I used to move TVs for a living for a couple years. I'm guessing that's one of those like 800-pound TVs, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That was the best part is (laughs) I had to pick it up because it was too heavy for even Lachlan to help. And I'm picking it up like by myself and I'm like, Hey Lachlan, you need to get out of the car. So he gets out of the car and I'm, I'm, I'm coming at it so fast. Like I can barely hold the TV. And as he he gets out, he closes the door behind him and I'm like, dude, I'm trying to, that's where I need to put it. 
And uh, he was like, oh, dad, sorry. And um, But uh, that was real nice. I got some bricks holding it up because uh, it didn't have a stand. But I'm trying to only repurpose and get free stuff for this room. I don't want to spend any money because I'm like, there was a room full of stuff there. I don't want to put any money into it. So it came out pretty good. But that's basically what it's for is just open it up, watching the rain fall. We, we get hail out here, you know. I like. That. I was going to say the uh, and if it's, if your house is anything like mine, you don't need to add any more th- junk to it in the first place. Yeah. You might as well use the junk you already have. Yeah. Oh no. I took. That's... Yeah, dude. <laughs> I got all the gun out of the um uh out of the living room. I got Lachlan a lot of his toys, so it's just like a toy video game. We got a what do we got? A Nintendo sixty four and a Wii, and I'm going to put an Xbox three sixty out there too. Yeah, what did he call it? The Ultimate Video Game Chill Center or something like that? The the name was perfect. The Ultimate (laughs) Video Game and Chill Paradise. That is Everybody needs one of those. Yeah. Well, hey, you have the basement. So Yes. Uh, Well, unfortunately, the basement now is becoming more of a storage room. So every time I have to watch something or build my Lego, I have to, like, clear out a tunnel. So every picture I take of it now is very uh, carefully carefully thought out so it doesn't look like it the warehouse from indiana jones like 80 percent of the basement is now (laughs) yeah man you know um perry's mom uh found out that i cleaned out everything and she was kind of asking perry oh did you find this item or uh, hopefully didn't throw anything out (laughs) because she has a lot of like old furniture and stuff you know and the truth was and i'm sure it's that's why your basement is getting filled up it was all of the kids stuff I had got, when we moved, I had gotten rid of a lot of my stuff, like extra stuff or it's her furniture, which I wanted. Like I wasn't going to get rid of that. That's what we're sitting on. That's what's making the paradise here. You know? Um, Yeah. My, my biggest problem with that stuff is my parents only live like a mile away from me. So anything I left at that house, my mom will literally just drop it off on my doorstep and I'll find boxes of stuff (laughs) on the door when I come home. I have no choice, so I either have to throw it away or I'm like, I don't want to throw that away. So I put it in the basement and yeah, yeah it's it's just a circle of nightmare. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I didn't even look like I did find I had a couple of boxes of all you know, like pride old videos I all this stuff and pictures and I was just like, Nope, that's not the job here. The job is this is storage. It's staying storage. And I didn't bring anything back into the house. So that that's was my a, problem with cleaning. Yep. That's my problem with yep. cleaning is I always get distracted. I get distracted with all the cool stuff. I haven't looked at in 20 years, dude. I found one box and I knew all the great shit that was in it. And it was old, crazy <laughs> pictures from college. And there was this weird picture of like my sister and this guy, uh, our, old, our, this guy we call uncle mush, uh, hanging out in our backyard, <laughs> uncle Marshall. And I had all these pictures and I, and I took, took a picture. I was going to send it to my sister. And then I, it, that feeling hit me and I was like, uh Oh, if I go down this road, I am <laughs> yeah. never going to finish cleaning. Yeah. I'm just you gonna... can't look directly into the box. So it'll yeah. kill you. Exactly. <laughs> yep. And I just, you know what I did? I just stopped myself. I took the pictures. I put them back in the box and I, and I looked at Lachlan. I said, let's get back to work. And we just <laughs> got back to work, man. That's your only chance on that kind of a deal. Yeah. You can't get sucked into it. But, um, 
Yeah, well, today we are, we do have a topic, and what we are going to be talking about is something very special that Andy has put a lot of work into. It is the Daily DVR Hall of Fame selection show, baby. We're doing a bracket 88 shows, 11 categories, 11 eventual Hall of Fame inductees. We're going to talk about specifically four categories because there's 11. And this is just one podcast, but we're going to be releasing these on the Facebook page. You can check that out. That's just Facebook slash Daily DVR. You can join up and uh, we're going to get into that a little bit more. But before we do that, I did want to check in because there's a couple of shows that I've been watching before we talk about these shows that are currently airing. Because importantly, too, these are shows that are done. We're not voting on current shows. These are all finished. Um, but today I do want to talk about some shows that are continuing and specifically, cause I know you love this show too. Dark baby. It's coming back this Saturday. Yeah. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I, I want, I have not been able to rewatch anything yet, but I, I know I need to at least watch part of season two again to get a refresher because you, you can't really half-ass that show. Oh man. I'm telling you my whole life, all the time. In my head, all I hear is that lady singing. It'll never goodbye. All that's all. I'm in the wind in caves, man. I uh-huh. love this show so much. I'm like texting every time I look at my phone. I'm like, I should text someone and tell them to watch Dark. That's what I want to do. <laughs> I just I sent it. I said, wait a second. I sent a text to my friend Lou, who by the way is German, and I'll, I'll read this text that I had. What did I say? I was like, I know I tell you to watch a lot of TV shows, but you have to watch Dark on Netflix. <laughs> I've, I've sent the same text to two or three different people in the last month. Now, now that a lot of my friends have realized that I'm on a podcast every once in a while, I start getting asked for recommendations more than nice. I normally have been. So Good. I've been uh, definitely pumping, the, pimping the Dark. Yeah, more people will love it, especially to any sci-fi geeks. Yes. And I don't think anyone listening to this show hasn't heard of dark, but it's a Netflix show. It's a German language, German production. It's going into its third season this Saturday. And it's, it's not spoiler to say that it's a time travel sci-fi show. You find this out very early on in the show and it's just absolutely amazing and you just have to watch I watching it this second time I'm really picking up on so much more and I have been successfully listening along to our friends at the Double P podcast network uh Bubba and Tiny who are brother and si- wait are they mother and father I don't I don't know they're related in some way um <laughs> but uh they do a great show and I've been listening to that it's Man, it's such a fun show because they put so much time and energy into constructing it and they just really also hit what I didn't pick up on the first time as much because I'm just kind of letting it soak in is all the times when a song plays and they just show you pictures of the people. Yep. Like to remind you to who they are, but also for mood. And it's just so beautiful. Well, that's that's one reason why I want to rewatch it because I know the the thing I remember about watching it the first time is that I, I was so busy concentrating on trying to figure out what was going on and yes. who was how was people and 
rewatching it, knowing all that stuff already, I think I can actually, I'd be actually be able to concentrate on the other things that are happening in the show. It's, I, I definitely want to rewatch it. It's, I just, like I said, I haven't had time yet, but yeah, I'm very excited. And I had, I don't know anything about it. I haven't watched any tra- trailers. I have no nothing about this season. So I'm very excited about that. Yeah. Me neither. I did not watch any go, you know, just like Brett, we are virgins when it comes to new seasons. Uh-huh. I don't want to know anything. I'm just going to, when Saturday or Friday night comes at midnight here, I'm just going to turn that episode, season three, episode one, and some crazy shit's going to happen. And I'm going to hear the theme song and I'm going to start, I'm going to start dancing at the end of almost every episode. The end credits are great because it always goes silent and then it has really propulsive. It's like, doom, 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 doom. Like the next, and I always raise my fist in the air. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's dangerous for me because here when Netflix drops their shows, it's always at two o'clock in the morning. And I've oh. stayed up a couple of times to watch things and it's a bad, bad deal because before yeah. I know what's going on, the sun is coming up and the weekend is pretty much shot for me. So yeah, yeah, I remember but that. Yeah, I'm, I'm very days. excited for that. Yeah, that's going to be great. And I just want to quickly mention, I don't think that this is a show that you're watching. Maybe it is. You haven't been watching Married at First Sight Australia, have you? I've been watching a couple of shows, but not that. I have not seen an episode <laughs> of that. <laughs> I'm the only reality. Uh, uh, it's just me and Sarah, the only people who like reality shows. But actually... Um, there is- a little minor spoiler. There is a couple of the reality shows that snuck into this tournament. We won't be talking about them tonight, but they will pop up. So I had to give you a little bit of reality love. Yes, of course, because there that's it. That's an important fixture in the TV landscape. And, uh, I've been watching this show and Peter, Peter from Australia is going to come on this show. And we're going to talk about when it's over in the U S we're going to talk about married at first sight, Australia. So if anybody's watching it, hit us up with an email or on the Facebook or whatever, because where is that available at? They're showing it on lifetime because of Corona. They want to try to fill the spot. I think that they, there was a delay in putting out the next season of the American version, which is actually coming out, I think next week. So they put okay. this on and uh, it's really surprising. It's actually, I mean, there's a lot more episodes, but it's of a way higher production value in Australia mm-hmm. than it is in America. It started on oh. um, FYI channel, which I don't even know is around anymore. It was like a lifetime offshoot, I think for young oh. women. Yep, I vaguely remember seeing it on the on the guide. Yeah, and then Lifetime cannibalized it after it got popular and then like turned uh-huh. like I don't know, it's on like every night now. They have like different shows. But uh <laughs> yeah. it's cool to see the difference how something is made in another country and how much it really matters. Just it's really about the budget. So married at first sight. We're going to talk about that, and I've been enjoying that. I also watched uh, another uh, Netflix show, Dating Around, which had its second season. That was kind of fun. But uh, what have you been watching, man? Um, well, I watched – I finally – after Westworld finished, I finally did the uh, CBS All Access free preview and watched Picard. Nice. Which I really, I really, really like. It wasn't perfect, but I really liked it. It was just fun seeing Patrick Stewart back. Yeah. Um, I caught up with this season of what we do in the shadows, 
on Hulu, FX on Hulu, and it is better than the first season. It's hilarious. I think it might be the funniest show on TV right now. I really, really love that. Yeah, that's great. Um, and I've, I'm, I've just kind of been binging into the comedies. Uh, the other one I have finally started getting through about halfway through it is Shit's Creek, which also is really, really funny. It gets funnier the longer you watch it, so I like both of those shows. And there's one other show that I will talk about later on in the tournament. Oh, tonight. okay. That yeah. I had never watched until about two weeks ago. So okay, interesting. It, it was on. It's on my. It was on my. Uh, my hall of shame of never seeing before. You're, you'll be shocked when we get there. Mm, a little teaser for later in the podcast. You know, I tried Shit's Creek and I liked it, um, but uh, I, you know, it's my comedy. I'm like deficient in comedies. That's like the thing that I'm probably most. I haven't seen The Office. A lot mm-hmm. of like later comedies, I just, I don't know, you know, and even like on rewatching, I just, there's some, you know, like I was watching Friends for a little while when it was, it's on HBO yeah. Max. I could watch an old Seinfeld, but for some reason I, I do tend more towards the serious or then if yeah. I want something comedic, I prefer the reality. That's really kind of what fills my void there. I do. I don't really watch any gosh, I think well, it's like half hour comedies. And my, like with Schitt's Creek, it's not something I'll sit there. It's not, it's not like dark or lost or something like that, where I'll sit there and be fully attentive. Yeah. It's kind of a show that I'll have on while I'm, while I'm working on my accounting stuff for work or doing go. something where it's kind of, I don't have to pay full attention to it, but, and it's a show that's, it's good enough that when it's really good, you can just somehow, I don't know if I've just watched so much TV, I can just kind of tell. So then I zone in on the really good episodes, mm. but it's, it's, it's not, I don't think it's one of the greatest shows of all time, but I think it's really good. It's not as good as the office or friends or some of those, but I still really enjoying it. But yeah, it's, it's a show. It's more, yeah, it's a show that you can multitask a little bit while you're watching it, but yeah, I, I, I still think it's really funny. I did recognize from the first couple of episodes that I watched that the characters are those that you want to spend time with. That yeah, they, and it, you know they're funny, and they ha- even even though they're these super rich people. So the basic story is right; like it starts out, and they're being raided by the FBI, and they yeah. lose all their money to like a Madoff type scheme, and the only yep. thing they have is a town they own called Shit's Creek. Yep. So yeah, they, and the and yeah, it's it's them coming into a small town. It appears that they're small town hicks, but of course, it's one of those things where they're not as there's not as many hick, not as hick as it seems. Yeah, and, yeah. I like mean, a it, reverse it, Beverly Hills Hill Beverly Hill Hillbillies. Place. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is kind of that way, and it's and it, it's it, it's also one of those shows too that the more you kind of like Brooklyn Nine Nine or something like right. that, or even The Simpsons, almost where the longer you spend with them and kind of know the characters, and they expand out into the outer, bring in more supporting characters that you start to know. It, it helps just it takes a little while to get going. It's better the more you watch it just because it takes a while to set the set the stage and set all the characters. But as I say, it's nothing, nothing fantastic, but it's it's a fun show and it's it's fun to watch. I like I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Cool. Cool. I dig it. I dig it. That sounds good, man. Oh, there was one other thing that I forgot, which is and I haven't been able to watch it yet. And it leads us into our bracket here, which is the Beatles anthology. Um, you know, it is not available to stream and I love this, you know, the documentary series. Have you seen this? Uh Uh-huh. 
I saw it way back when it came out because it came out with that big greatest hits album that yes. they had. The, yeah. What's because I have the double album or the triple album. I didn't remember how many. And I, I remember watching it way back when that came out, and I haven't watched it since. I remember really, really loving it when I saw it. Yeah, well, I I had a copy of it. I th- probably if I had gone through those boxes, I would have found the VHS copies that I used to watch all the time, and that's something that I would just kind of put on in the background, you know. Um, yeah, because I think that that has to be around two. Th- that's got to be almost twenty years old. I think at this point, I think it was late nineties or early two thousands yeah, when that was yeah. released. It was, and I think that because it coincided with the albums. People wrote it off like it was, you know, when yeah, it like first. Yeah, like it was some kind of music. Yeah, yeah, I think you're like right. it was a cheap thing that they just kind of did to like make more money. But it's actually fantastic with the participation of all the surviving Beatles. Like it was just really fantastic, and you and can't stream I think, it. I think you're right about that too, because now I'm thinking about it. And it came. When I mentioned earlier, I used to move TVs for a little while. I did that because I worked for Best Buy, and I was working there when that came out. And I remember the CDs were all gone, and there was boxes of the the videos yeah. were everywhere. They, they like stayed on the shelves for months, and you could never get the CD because the CDs would sell out the second they got in there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I'm got it from my local library, but I have not been able to watch it yet. And uh, I was inspired mostly because I'm obsessed with dark. But uh, I was inspired because of on the uh, Jay and Jack Facebook page they were doing, and I think Colleen was running it, um, their Mm -hmm. bracket of Beatles songs. And that's when I wrote to you and I said, we should do something like that on our Facebook page and rip them off or pay homage. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's an homage. That's what I call it. It's an homage. Um, and, uh, so that's what we're doing. And, uh, why don't you do the kind of intro? Cause this is a lot of fun, man. We're just going to give us an opportunity to pop on there. And like I said, if you're not a member already, just go ahead and, uh, I think we, it is private, but you can join. I'll let you in. There's no pass secret password or anything like that. Um, and we'll be voting on these and gives just an opportunity and just even looking at the list. It's so fun, but why don't you go ahead and kind of go through with what you came up with? Cause you're the mastermind. Well, I got to say one thing before you, because you mentioned the library, we also have to say support your local libraries because they're awesome and not enough people realize how great they are. Movies, everything is there. Even video games, a lot of them. Go check them out. <laughs> um, anyway, so that was my little plug for the libraries because it's. I love it. I, I still was shocked how few people know how much stuff is at the local libraries. They're amazing. Okay. The uh, kind of what we're doing is. I'm sure even if you're not a sports fan, everybody knows kind of the March Madness tournament, the bracket tournament. Everybody's probably been in one of those at some point or another. We're kind of going to do something like that where it's going to be, like Axel said, 11 different categories, eight eight shows are in each category. Um, and I kind of broke it down into categories as best I could, things like cable drama or uh, – classic comedy shows that are 25 years or older that kind of there's 10 or 11 different or 11 different categories we'll go through some of them and kind of how i picked them there was a post i put on a facebook group a couple weeks ago saying what kind of shows would people want in the in the in the the dvr hall of fame our our hall of fame that all the people that we all listen to and comment and text back and forth and message each other the shows that are important to us not necessarily all the best shows ever made. Some of those shows are not going to be in this list. Most of the shows are going to be shows that all of us love. So I, I did things like, and every show that somebody commented on, I tried to include, 
some of them can't be included because shows are still running or showrunners have said, well, we might have more episodes. Yeah. Shows like Fleabag are on there, that kind of show, those kind of shows were, they're probably done, but they might not be. Those have not, none of those made it. But um, the other thing I did is I went back and just looked in the archives of this podcast and just some of the titles that I didn't listen to a lot, all the old podcasts, obviously, but looked at things were mentioned and talked about. I went and back and listened to, the the top 10 po- podcasts you and I did last year and the Heath did that had all the listener feedback and the one you and Heath did the year before that and to what people had nominated or, or not nominated what they had said their favorite shows were. And a lot of those, a lot of shows that I hadn't thought of until I listened to those things, I put a lot of those in this tournament. So it's hopefully shows that are going to be p- shows that people love the, uh, the seating worked where I kind of, it, I basically made it for three different categories. It has, it has to be, a, a, like I said, a show that's important to us and the listeners. It's higher ranked if it has a critical success and award success or if it has lasting relevance in pop culture. If it's something, if, if it was something that won a whole ton of awards but nobody talks about it anymore, it most likely, like L.A. Law, any, that won a whole bunch of awards. Is anybody, is anybody talking about L.A. Law? Not really. So shows like that won't get much, but it's more more of a, more of a show that shows that we, we all love and can hopefully talk about. So that's kind of my kind of where I started anyways. I think that this is fantastic, man. And, uh, I do think about Harry Hamlin when I think about LA law. That's what I mostly think about. <laughs> I think of uh, Corbin Burnson. So oh, great hair, both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Great outfits. Great outfits. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, I, I think this is great. And I think it is important that there were this kind of thing where you don't know if the show might come back, so you have to not include it. I like that it shows that are done, that are all over. Well, now that I'm thinking about it too, I know you and Heath had mentioned it a little bit when you guys talked and I know you guys had said, and because I had thought the same thing. Should we just put shows like Lost or Game of Thrones or something just automatically in? And I thought about that at first, and when I started making the brackets, I don't know if it's as easy as some of those shows are going to have cakewalks in, but some of them might have some struggles. And I I think it'll be a fun little, I think we can have some fun, cool discussions. And the other thing that, like, once they're in, if this is something we like doing, we can do it again, and then those shows won't be included because they'll already be in. And there's always going to be new shows. I mean, Dark, the last season of Dark comes out, like we just talked about, comes out in a couple of days. I'm sure that will be in this tournament at some point if we do it again, or Westworld, or Better Call Saul. I mean, there's tons of shows always going to be coming in. So if it's something cool and we do it again, we can do it again. So. Yeah. And there are some that are missing. That, that And there's one for me. But I accept this list. We you have to cap it at, at at some point. But just even looking through and thinking about some that couldn't make it. But for me, the one that really hurts is Six Feet Under, which is not going to be a part of this. Man, I love that show. And that that was one of the uh, that was one of the last cut. It hurt me to uh, Justified was one I have tried. I tried to find a spot for Justified, and it kept getting kicked out by somebody. A, a show that I loved, but there wasn't enough other support for it for, from people that was like, Oh, I just can't, I can't bump it for, because something else got more support or uh, I know other people loved that, that show more than I love justified. So I didn't put it in there. Another, another one that killed me is because it, it's a great show, but it doesn't really fit because it hasn't been off the air long enough, but it also wasn't good enough. I didn't think important enough to make it. It was NYPD blue, which I thought was an awesome show, but I couldn't quite sneak it in. It didn't qualify for the classic TV shows, and I just couldn't bump any of the other shows in the category that it could have went in. Yeah. So it's 
it, it, some of these really pained me, and it, it was it was I shouldn't say pain, <laughs> but it, it's fun. It's a fun little a fun fun choice. So I'm sure there's going to be shows people are going to be like, why didn't you find room for ER or All in the Family? Dexter, Dexter, yeah, yeah. It's, the amount of shows that are on here that are not on here is even crazier than crazier than what is on here. So I did find out uh, a couple of things that I didn't know were continuing because some of these shows I do want to list list because people actually talked about them on the, on the Facebook page um, that are either coming back for sure, or they have been hinted at dark crystal, age of resistance, good omens. Yeah. Mind Hunter, Peaky blinders, Sherlock, true detective curb, your enthusiasm, big little lies. They all might be coming back. So until there's some kind of confirmation that they're not, Oh, and uh, Tim had nominated the Boondocks, and I actually had that on one of the lists. And there was a press release that came out from HBO Max that the Boondocks is coming back in like yep. two months. Yeah, yeah. So a few shows like that where I was actually was surprised and learned. So I, I read I, everybody on that Facebook post. I read everything and tried to fit everything in there I could, but some shows just couldn't make the cut or didn't fit into the categories. So either way, it's going to be fun. Well, there's some great shows here. I say we're going to dive in. Now, like we were talking about, there's 11 different like categories and kind of, I mean, this is like the college thing where they have the brackets. So we're going to start with like 11. And the first one we're going to talk about is actually the first bracket, but we're only going to kind of, oh, what's that? I was going to say, there's eight, there's eight shows in each bracket. Oh yes, yeah. There's so yeah. So at what number in the first round? The number one seed will go against the number eight seed. The four versus the five. The three versus the six. Two versus the seven. I'll put pictures on the Facebook page so it will be easy for everybody to understand. So it's yeah, eight shows in each bracket basically is how it works. So yeah, see, this is why Andy did that because <laughs> I'm not good in math, but time travel I can figure out. <laughs> well, that's that's a lot. One you know. Uh, hopefully the couple other guys that can come in and do the rest of these shows on the rest of these bracket shows are also, I'm pretty confident in their sports abilities. So they'll be able to handle that part of translating this for you when you get there. So there you go. We'll see this. I figure out because this is like the NFL playoffs. Yeah. It's very similar. Yep. Yeah. See, I and I think since I told, uh, when I commented on the, the, that first post, I think Brett had said something and I responded to him. This is what happens when I don't have any sports. I can turn my full nerd power to TVs. <laughs> So. Yeah, that's true, baby. That's true. Well, you know, it's like uh, it, it will turn everything into some kind of betting racket. That's exactly right. People yeah, we can make side bets on who's going to win. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's get into it. There is 11, but like I said, we're only really going to talk in depth about four. But the first one we are going to start talking about, and it may be, I mean, this is a heavy hitters here. This is the action drama, the Battle of the Bastards bracket. Break it down. <laughs> well, the uh, number one seed, it shouldn't be a surprise, even though it ended a, lot, a very mixed reaction. Just the importance of this show to the DVR Podcast Network, it has to be the number one seed, and it's Game of Thrones. Yeah, baby. I, I mean, I didn't. I that was there's about four, three or four shows that I spent I when I first started this that are automatic number one seeds, and it has to be a number one seed. I don't think there's any any uh, any choice of anything else, and it is going up against the number eight seed that was nominated by Tim uh, Spartacus. I don't. It's 
I've only seen maybe half of one season of Spartacus, so I don't, I can't speak to it too highly, but I can't imagine Game of Thrones is going to lose this round. But <laughs> No, I think Game of Thrones will be victorious. I have not seen uh, all of Spartacus. I know our friend Roberto and uh, my fellow co-host for uh, Watchmen uh, did a podcast on Spartacus. And mm-hmm. it has a lot. It has a deep fandom, baby. So yep. you never know. Yeah, and, I suppose it could come out, and people might still be pissed off at Game of Thrones enough to not support it. So, yeah, that's true. That's 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 what's tough about it. You know, we're coming to a year out from game from yeah. uh, when Game of Thrones last season was airing, and uh, it's interesting to think about where people will be with it. I was, you know, I liked the last season. I didn't, I understood everyone's complaints, as I've said a million times before. I just was ready to, I knew it was, it was already a different show. So it wasn't, it was kind of like, but it already had been this show. They just, but they took it, I felt, to a high level. But I want, so it's kind of even had a more positive feeling to me. But I wonder how people are now. Then the thing about it that I think of, and it, this really starts happening. I don't know if we're going to talk about it tonight, but the in the comedy category where Game of Thrones, when it is good, it is so good, so yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, well, the great seasons were some of the best seasons of television ever, and it, it's more of a problem when we get to when we get to the comedies because a lot of them I deemed because the first three first three seasons were amazing, and then after that it fell off a cliff. So there's do you judge the three great seasons? against the one that's not so good. So it's, I I game of Thrones is still such a milestone and a pillar of TV. It's, but like you said, the fan base of Spartacus could push it over. It'll be interesting. We'll see the, uh, the next, the winner of that will face the winner of the number four seed Homeland. And I believe Homeland is one of four shows that just finished that made the tournament four shows in the last couple last month or so. So it's one of the newest shows will face off against another Tim Hines nomination, Mr. Robot in the number five ah, spot. This is a tough one. <laughs> Home yeah. versus Mr. Robot, man, because <laughs> you know, I mean, Homeland, you, it, it went for double the amount of seasons. You got 96 episodes versus 45, eight seasons versus four. Mr. Robot, compact, dense, um, complicated, dark, homeland, ridiculous, fun, crazy, espionage. You know what, man? I don't know. You know, I'm going to have to say. This one's a toss-up for me. I don't know where to go with this one. We should give our picks, too. What's your pick? for? we'll, We'll give away our picks. So Game of Thrones, Spartacus, what are you picking? Game of Thrones? I'm picking GOT. Uh, yep. Me too. Me too. So how about Homeland, Mr. Robot? What are you hitting it with? I think here, God, even though I, I did not, I didn't even finish Homeland, but those, that first season was so damn good. I think I'm, I'm going to give it to Homeland just because of that first season was so wow. great. Well, I'm giving it to Homeland because I loved Homeland. Even, you know, I make fun of it and I talk about how ridiculous it went on for eight seasons. Listen, by when did you drop off? I dropped off about halfway after Damian Lewis exited the show. Okay, so that was. 
like the next season, I think I went like half of the next season after he left the show. Oh wow! Okay, so that's only like so it was it was two. early. Yeah, two. Oh, yeah, no, it, season three. He was in season two. That's what I was thinking. Season two was yeah, because season two was when yeah the. So yeah, I, I think I only I don't think I made it through three full seasons. I might have finished through season three, but I think that's where I stopped. Okay, I made it all the way to the very end, and guess what? I look forward to it every Sunday. I'd say to my wife, "We gotta watch Homeland, baby. We gotta see what Carrie's doing." But man, there's let me tell you, anybody who's out there who's like the deep state's gonna get us, watch Homeland <laughs> because if that's what the deep state is, we're gonna be okay. Because uh, she like should have been taken out of action. It, you saw, you saw enough in in three or two seasons that she yeah. was not. I mean, it, they did not stay true to that character, but it was always fun. So I'm going with Homeland, and I love Mr. Robot. Uh, I think that it was. I almost I think that Mr. Robot is in a way a beautiful failure and I know that's going to hurt some people to say it but uh or to hear it but I th- I love Mr. Robot but I just I almost think that uh Esmail was more successful in the one season of uh Homecoming he did than he was mm-hmm. through complete seasons of Mr. Robot. I just feel that there were complete arcs that they invested so much time in that just had absolutely really no connection or poignancy or, to me at all. And I think that the show could have even been shorter, you know, like when I think about that, there were 45 episodes of Mr. Robot. They definitely, and season three was fantastic. Uh, it almost should have ended in my opinion. I don't know. It was a little kind of a letdown to me. So I, I'm definitely going with Homeland. Well, and I, I'm, I'm guessing Esmail built on that for when he made Homecoming because the, it's a, especially that for the season he was involved with his sh- short episodes, shorter, yep. not just like shorter timeline. Those couple of episodes were like 22, 23 minutes. Yes. So I think we, I don't think we've seen the best from Esmail yet. That's no. the one thing I, why Mr. Robot is hugely important, I think. And I also had to make part of the reason I had to make this matchup is I know it it fit well, but I also know these are both two of Tim Hines' favorites. So I, I'm making it, making him a little torturous pick here. So it's oh, part of my man. ulterior motive. Damn. All right. So we both pick Homeland. Yes. All right. Let's move on to the next one because this may be the hardest. Not to start this off in the beginning, this is going to make me cry tears. These are so even, even the, even seven seasons, the episode number, it's like, and, oh, this this is is one I, this is one, like I said, the last one I put in for Tim, I, part of it, when I, when it lined up this way, I was like, okay, I got to put these together because I know this is going to be like Sophie's choice for you. Yes, it is. The number three seed, the shield. Versus the number six seed, Sons of Anarchy. Oh, man. Riding through this world. Got to do it. Um, this is tough, man, because to me, the shield is the forgotten. I know everybody, so many people talk about the Sopranos as being like the definition of like the golden age or whatever everyone calls it now. But I really think the shield was like, I don't know, it, it was just crazy i love this show so but then i love sons of i can't choose oh man 
I've I still have never finished Sons of Anarchy. Oh, so the Shield though I can't go against the Shield. The Shield is one of my all time favorite shows too. The, when I first did a rough draft of this, I had the Shield as a number one seed until a few other shows came to my mind. Like uh, just because of the cultural relevance, I have to bump it down a little bit. But I think the biggest thing the Shield did was it. I think it it raised the bar for all of television because it was really the first basic cable show to be that good like prestige tv kind of thing oh. it was i mean there were shows like that on hbo that had that quality but never on basic cable was there a show like the shield yeah it was yeah. i, lo- I love the shield i can't I, it's one of, like i said it's one of my favorite shows of all time i it's a slam dunk for me <laughs> this is but i know it's gonna be it's gonna be painful for a lot of people i think this is very difficult i think that sons of anarchy may win this um, in the actual voting, uh, my vote will be for Vic Mackey and the shield, because I have to say that from beginning to end, it is always, I'm, it's just perfect. When you think about the la- I can think about the last shot of that show from uh-huh. the first shot of that show. And uh-huh. it is the same show. It is they never lost sight of anything. I feel like everything, every little thing that happened in that, sh- something would happen in season one and they picked up on it in season four and expanded. It, they, it was amazing. And so many people came from it too. Um, I have to pick the shield though. My fellow uh, Rutgers brethren, Kurt Sutter, who blocked me on Twitter <laughs> for something I said to him, he still hasn't um, unblocked you. You've been on that for a long time. I know, man. You know, I mean, we lived in the same dorm, and this guy not doesn't mean anything to him. But I'm, and you know what, Kurt? Fuck you. I'm picking the shield, even though you worked I, on the shield, and that's where you came from. <laughs> I think, I think my my uh, the the best thing about the shield, I think, too, just talking about uh, not talking the the cultural part of it, just the actual show itself. I think the biggest strength is all the complaints that people had about Game of Thrones fumbling the ending. Yeah. The Shield was the exact opposite. Oh my that God. final season is mind blowing. The last episode oh. is one of I think it's one of the best finales in history of television. It I, is that good. The final I, it just rips you apart. It's so great. Andy, if we only had this podcast just for this segment for us to talk about our love for the Shield, it is all <laughs> worth it because you are one hundred percent correct. Every I think about, again, I think about The Sopranos, and that final season of The Sopranos was a masterclass Mm -hmm. in tension and and just making you, something's going to all the way up until the blank screen, and the shield was the same except on fucking meth. You know, it was like insane. Like every episode in that last season, you just thought everybody was going to die horribly And their family. Every second of every episode, yeah. Yeah, it, it was, was... Oh, man. And the choices... The intensity is unmatched. Yeah, yep. that they make... Uh, it, oh, yeah. The Shield, Sons and of it, Anarchy. All right, we got to move on because we could go on and on. But I'm picking yeah. The Shield. I'm picking The Shield. And if anybody hasn't seen it, it's all on FX on Hulu now. So you, yeah. it's easy to watch. So, okay, number two seed that will play the winner of the, Shield, of the Kurt Sutter battle is 24... Versus number seven, Southland. Oh, this is a tough one, too. I, I feel like 24 is going to win because there's only a certain segment. And Southland 
wow, South, when I think Southwind, that was five seasons. And two different networks, I think. Yeah. I don't have that with me. Southland is one I've never seen. I put it in here because I there was one that when I was listening to some of the old things, and you and Keith have talked about your love for yes. it a lot. This is so a I thought, great show. It's, it's one I know I want to watch. I just have not. And I think it's on HBO Max, maybe. I think I maybe saw it on there. Really? I oh. thought so. Well, it's a, it was on TNT. Wasn't it a Warner Brothers show? Yeah. I got to ch- – yeah, because it did – you're right. It did switch networks. I'm going to check that out live on the air using my Just Watch app. Is it available on HBO? Because if it is, I'm going to watch that shit. I, I had to buy Heath the um, the DVDs. Oh, man. Just what, – what are they talking about? It's not even coming up. Oh, there it is. Southland show 2009. No, you can only rent it oh, on God. Amazon. Oh, well, that stinks. Yep, you can rent or buy. <laughs> it's not not currently streaming. Ben McKenzie, Michael Cutlass, five seasons. This was such a fantastic show. Now, Southland is a great show, but it is in many ways disjointed because they had there was a couple of seasons where they abbreviated brought only a couple people back. They cut back mm-hmm. on the cast. Um, then they would kind of push other people forward. Regina King was was a star of Southland. So it's a little uneven, but it is a fantastic and underrated show. But 24 is so groundbreaking. And just even the number of episodes, 43 yeah. for South. for tw- But then you're talking about shows that kind of <laughs> towards the end. Yeah. 24 is like the last three or four seasons. Maybe the last yep. five seasons were yep. like extraneous. 204 yeah. episodes, nine years <laughs> or 10 years on the air. Um, I don't yeah. This is a tough one, but I'm going Southland. Well, and like I have, I never finished 24 because when 24 got to the point of not being good, I just stopped watching it. But another show like Homeland, it was so good in the beginning and I've not seen Southland. I think that's the biggest hurdle that Southland is going to have is I don't know if enough people have seen it. I agree. And I think 24 is going to win, but I'm going to go Southland. And the reason why I am is because even if we see what's going on today, with protests and such, they were very early on being open about that stuff. And Southland was just a great LA cop show. It had yep. the hallmarks of classic cop shows where at the same time had a progressive bend to the storytelling as well as kind of the way the law played out on it. Regina mm-hmm. King, Michael Cutlass, Ben McKenzie, great cast. Um, even what's his name shows up on Southland. Who he was? Gr- oh man, I'm 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 losing it right now. He's going to be listed. Uh, I can't. I can't see Thomas Howell. Oh, nice. see Thomas okay. Howell plays a great creepy cop who kind of has a redemption. Sean Hatosi, who I I love that dude. Um, oh yep. That yeah, Southland was so good. But again, an uneven show though. Even for those who love it. But I'm gonna pick it though. 24. I mean, come on, Jack Bauer, Chloe. Yeah, get me the satellite. It's pretty damn iconic. <laughs> it's hard to go against 24 too. It is. It. But then one, it, of, the, one of the things I like about the it's the same kind of thing they do in the basketball tournament. Sometimes just getting in the tournament mm. is a. I mean, 
Like, putting this in the tournament, part of the reason, yeah, because, well, I don't know if anything we're doing is honoring anybody, but (laughs) it might might be getting people, because it was one thing when I was listening back to the old pods of the top 10 shows, it makes me think of shows that I haven't checked out or that I may want to check out again, and it's cool to keep it in the conversation, even if it doesn't get, even if, even if 24 blows it out of the water, just, it's, it'll get back in people's minds again, which I think is always a cool thing. Yeah. All right. So, you're going 24? Yep, I got just because I haven't seen Southland at all, so I'll go twenty four. All right, all right, you're going twenty four. I'm going south. Yeah, twenty four. Man, some great seasons of that, but I I feel like really the it it just petered out so much. And even remember they did a couple movies, then they tried yeah, to bring it back, off. then they rebooted yeah. it. Yeah, uh, with the dude from um, Straight Outta Compton who played um, oh, yeah. Doctor Dre. Yep, I can't think of what his name is right now, but yeah, I I think twenty four is ripe for an upset in the second round by by the Shield or by Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, this is so. let's let's look at the overview of the round. So, Game of Thrones, Spartacus, Homeland, Mister Robot, the Shield, Sons of Anarchy, twenty four, Southland. Game of Thrones definitely has a leg up here, but I th- yeah, I think it's their favorite, but yeah. I could if there's enough if there's still enough backlash it it could flame out early too. That's why I just don't know. I don't know what people's feelings are on it a year out. Well, let's see if Game of Thrones goes up then again. Say it's Game of Thrones versus Homeland. I think Game of Thrones might win. Then you get. I think the Shield might come out on the on the bottom round. And then if- I could I could see I could see twenty four or Sons of Anarchy because twenty four fans are pretty rabid too. That's true. Jack Bauer, if you know, if Chloe yeah. gets him that satellite, he might, he might yeah. in there, you know? Yeah, but, it's, it's, it, yeah, it's, I don't know. I, I still think Game of Thrones will take it because I think there's still enough love for it, but I don't know. I, I could, I would love, I would, nothing would make me happier than to see the shield take it because I, the shield, I, I've already spoken about how much I love the shield, but I don't know. It's, it's a tough one when it gets to the finals here. Well, we're going to have to see. Let's keep it moving. We got a lot to chat. One of the best parts about podcasting is getting to know the listeners and making new friends. And one of those friends is Andy. You may have heard me mention him before on one of our many podcasts. And Andy and his wife, Claire, are looking to adopt. So if you or anybody you know is considering adoption for their baby, please consider the loving family of Andrew and Claire. They're a home study approved adoptive family of three living on a farm in southern Minnesota with a dog, Barney, and two turtles. They're able to adopt from anywhere in the United States and would love to answer any questions you may have. To learn more about them, check out their Facebook page at Andrew and Claire Adopt or on Instagram at Andrew underscore and underscore Claire underscore adopt. You can also email them at Andrew and Claire Adopt at gmail.com. So again, if you or anyone you know is considering adoption for their baby, reach out at andrewandclaireadopt at gmail.com. Thanks. The next bracket that you may, it's a very special bracket, and it's for Brett. Oh, no, we're, not, we're saving that one, aren't we? Oh, yeah, but we're going to mention it, but we won't, oh, we yeah, won't dive too sorry. deep yeah, yeah, into yeah. it. Yep, yep, sorry. Yeah, this one was inspired by Brett and his suggestion. This is the one asterisk where shows that can still be airing are eligible, but they have to have lasted for 10 plus years. <laughs> and it's 
It's shows that may never end. It's basically what we're we're not going to go through the whole bracket right now, but you can imagine what kind of shows are in here. So it's the, 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 one of the shows has ran for 45 seasons and is still going. The newest show on there has ran for 18 seasons. Yeah. And so, so, and there's lots of different types of shows in here. There's, Live shows, there's animated shows, there's reality shows. Well, we can mention them, but we just won't go too deep into yeah. it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. There, we, then, then we, can, then we can go with that. Do you want to go through this one a little bit, or do you want me to just keep announcing? Yeah, I'll, I can, I'll go through it. So we got okay. we got first Saturday Night Live versus The Bachelor, Survivor versus Law & Order SVU. Heath is going to go for Law & Order. I'm going for Survivor. The Simpsons <laughs> versus Family Guy. Doctor Who versus South Park. And you know what? You did such a great job of doing the matchups. Cause when I look at these, 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 like, if it was, if it was like a Mensa thing, like put things together, I think mm-hmm. these are the shows that I would put together. This is going to be a great bracket. And I love this idea from the mind of Brett, from Brett's brain. And I should mention too, when I rank these, like the Simpsons and Family Guy facing off, I did not, that was not. That was not something I planned. I rank these. The number one seed was the show that has the most episodes. The number eight seed was the one that had the least amount of episodes of these eight. So SNL has 889 episodes. And that's why it's the number one seed, because it has the most episodes. So it just happened that I thought the Simpsons Family Guy matchup was kind of of funny, because Family Guy for so long has been accused of a Simpsons ripoff, and the Simpsons was an amazing show for eight or nine years and then has become unspeakable since then but i don't know that's yeah so this is a cool bracket i really like it yeah this is gonna be tough for me because i'm not really a fan of either i have not been a sim i'm not really a simpsons fan i'm not really a family guy fan but survivor versus law and order snl (laughs) versus the bachelor that's a tough one all right all right we're gonna move on but that's just that you're gonna you're gonna get to vote on that people you'll see You'll you'll get to you'll get to talk about that, and hopefully, I'll get to talk about Brett with Brett about this bracket as well on this podcast. Yeah, let's just like let's just put that. Brett on the spot right now, so he can just hear this on the podcast. Exactly, you, you're demanded to come on and talk about this. Yes, so, Brett. and a few other brackets. So, your presence is is noted and needed on this podcast. All right, <laughs> moving on. Limited series, the HBO can't lose bracket, baby. Let's hit it. Well, this is another murderer's row of shows. And a couple of these I added after listening to some of the podcasts in the last couple of years, because I mean, the last four or five years, the limited series has become amazing TV. And the number one seed actually wasn't the number one seed, but in the last, since we started talking about this, I think the importance of Watchmen has actually gone up just because of recent events and what it deals with. Watchmen is number one. And it will take on the one of the one of the other newest shows in the, that made the bracket. This was nominated by Brian on Facebook. Devs at number eight. Love it! Oh man, Watchmen versus Devs—that is hard. <laughs> Devs was great. You saw Devs, right? Yes. Yep. I. It's. Not, I, I should have mentioned that earlier too. I watched that. Another one I watched right after Westworld was finished. Really enjoyed it. That was great. And it, 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 yeah, it was like a companion piece to Westworld. Yeah, to, West, to Westworld season three specifically. Yep. That's the crazy part. It's, yeah, it, it was, it was really good. I don't mean, I, I don't think it stands a chance against Watchmen because no. I think Watchmen is, I, I, 
Uh, sorry, Brian, I had to sacrifice Devs for you, but it can't beat Watchmen. Yeah, I mean, we've, I, I we've both talked so. about Watchmen at length, but yes, no, Watchmen definitely. I mean, I love Better Call Saul. Everybody knows, you know, with Shay and I covered it, and I, I've always said that I think it's like that when it's on, it's the best show on TV, but. Watchmen this singular season and I love the idea that it is and I was recently I recently listened to Bill Simmons had one of the writers on and he said oh, you know yeah. is Damon going to do another season he was like no it's not happening he's not doing it you and know? that's that quote, that quote is why I because at first I wasn't going to even put this in the tournament because I was like I bet they'll do another season and after I, I read that uh, I think I read a recap of that podcast I don't think I listened to the Simmons podcast but that was what convinced me okay I'll put it in this one because it re- everybody's pretty consistent in saying it's not happening no so yeah and if they even if they do another season it's not gonna be the same show I no. think that that will stand and I don't know I feel like I feel like now they what they're doing with HBO Max and they're pretty much uh, the plan I think is to do away with this DC Universe service and turn it into just a comic service yeah. and take all right. the new season of um what's what's the uh DC Universe show there's a new season of their Doom Squad is that what yeah. it's called? Doom Patrol. I'm yeah. sorry. Doom yep. Patrol is yep. premiering on HBO Max, not even on its own service. So obviously yeah. they're not really believing in that anymore. And I think that they well, might bring Watchmen back because, you know, they did, they incorporated and they currently are doing a, a, a DC series that includes Watchmen characters where like, yeah. Superman takes the power, like Batman has the powers of Dr. Manhattan or something. And there's a, there's another long running crossover one where Watchmen are in with the DC universe. I think that's either just ending or has just ended. I can't remember what the name of it. I think it's doomsday. Something is called. I can't remember what it's called anymore, but yeah, I remember something along those. My guess is, is that they are going to, I think, I think they are going to do that, but I think part of the issue is they don't have all the rights back yet for all the WBD stuff. Like a lot of the shows are still not licensed to Netflix for a couple of years or to Hulu or something. So they're, cause if you go on HBO max, a lot of the Batman movies aren't on there right now and they've been floating back and forth. Yeah. I think it's going to be just like Disney plus that yep. like they don't have all the Marvel stuff back yet. So I think once, once they get all that, my guess is they'll just be a full DC channel on all that, all the DC stuff will be there. I would think, I mean, who's going to pay for another extra one, but who knows? I hope so because the animated movies are fantastic. Yeah. That's what I want to see. I want to see more of those. Those are great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think that just basically to swing it back to Watchmen, I think if they do do another season, it's going to be like that. They're going to mesh it with something and it's not really going to try to be Watchmen because I hope at least because it takes away a little bit of the shine, just that this was a perfect season of television. It was more than television. It was an experience. Yeah. It taught people. And yeah, when you see what, what people are talking about today and though it, obviously it always existed and there's a lot of other great art, film, television, books, and whatnot that have addressed this subject, the way that Watchmen was able to kind of bring in this comic book crowd, 
uh, yep. into this story was pretty amazing. Yeah. So the I'm, kind of people that aren't normally going to seek that kind exactly, of material out. Exactly. Yep. And though devs was like straight up. So if you like sci-fi, you like Man. devs. Yeah. It, it is was, some hardcore yes. cold sci-fi. It is great. And that's exactly what it is. But I think that that is kind of just what it is. Yep. You know, like it has some other themes to it. And I think that the characters were well-developed in service to the plot, but I don't think that it has the depth that Watchmen has. So I'm going to go go Watchmen. Yeah, I I was actually, the ending of Devs, I was a little mixed on the ending. And I I tend to have that with a couple different Alex Garland things. So it didn't completely surprise me, but I still really, really enjoyed it. But yeah, Yeah. I, I can't go against Watchmen. It's just too, it's... There's there's three or four things out here I think can win, and I, that's the favorite, I think, by far. Oh, yeah. Um, now, next up, we have at number four going against number five, Unbelievable, Hulu 2019 versus, oh, American Crime Story, baby, The People versus O.J. Simpson, 2016, 10 episodes, FX. This is a tough one because Unbelievable – I, I think Unbelievable was actually on Netflix, isn't it? Um, no, it was Hulu. Oh, it was Hulu. Okay, yeah. that's it's one I still haven't watched. It was one yep. that when I listened to the top ten podcasts here in the last week or so, like five or six people had it in their top tens that we did, it's and I was great. like, I better get this on there. So, I, it's, yeah, I you and I talked about it for quite a bit, and I, I, I now that's because of this, I need to go back and watch it now because I completely forgot about it after we talked about it. So, I think that Unbelievable dealing with the subject it deals with, which is women with two women detectives on the hunt of a serial rapist. And it also deals with the way different women who are uh, raped by this man are treated by their friends, family, criminal and the criminal justice system. More importantly, it's a fantastic series American Crime Story, The People versus OJ. Oh my God. This was, I mean, when they did the double punch of um, this and the OJ Made in America doc, uh-huh. it's like, how did this story, which was at its t- at the time, and I can remember, I mean, when the OJ Simpson stuff happened, I was like yep. a young adult. Um, yep, I was in high school. I remember it vividly, the whole thing. But it was such a shit show, and it was so yep. disgusting in all ways, like everyone yep. involved, and it was just like the lowest. How that turned out, two of the greatest pieces of art about it is crazy. And they, but, and they both came out the same year. Yeah, but this is fantastic. John Travolta, um, the cast here. Yeah, was, Cuba Gooding. Yeah. This was great. Um, but gosh, and Ryan, this is probably the best thing that Ryan Murphy ever did. I don't, um, I don't think there's any doubt that it's the best thing he's ever did. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm mixed on Ryan Murphy, but I, I loved, I thought the people versus Odie Simpson was fantastic. But I think I'm going to have to go with, uh, This is a tough one. I'm going to, I want to go with, uh, because I think unbelievable is all around. I think it's better, 
But mm-hmm. the people versus OJ is so unique. It's like cotton candy, you know? Yeah. Like it's a special treat. It's like McDonald's pancakes or something. They're it's so it, it's a show too that it's so dang entertaining and it really <laughs> subject matter it shouldn't be entertaining but it's yeah. so entertaining it's yeah. hard to describe yeah. McDonald's or something is probably you're probably right it's probably the the right kind of description for it I'm gonna go with OJ baby well that well, sounds uh, terrible especially with what it's up against but I'm going with OJ well I I'm going with OJ too part of it because I haven't seen Unbelievable yet there you go. but I you think Unbelievable might. I think Unbelievable might actually win this because great. hearing all the support that everybody gave it on those on those lists of people sent in, I was I I was shocked to hear it mentioned, and, and I was even on the podcast where we were talking about it, and I was shocked how many times that came up. So I I think there's a lot of love for Unbelievable. I think that might pull this one off. Ah oh, man, it is really good, but I got to go with OJ. All right, next up. I I have an un, I can't really vote on this one without you know I've only seen one of them. It's the fantastic 2018 HBO series Chernobyl versus Sharp Objects. Another H that was on HBO too, wasn't it? Yep. 2018. I did not see Sharp Objects. That is on my list. I keep on telling my wife we've got to watch that. It's the same guy. I cannot remember. I never remember his name. It's the same guy that made Big Little Lies. Uh, is it Darren? Star, is it Darren Star that did that? Who? Who is? No, it? not Darren. No, Star. it's the. I can't think of what the guy's name is that did Big Little Lies, but it's the same same director. The guy from the first season of Big Little Lies. Yeah, I, I wish I could remember what his name is, but well, I'm going to find out because I'm looking it up. I, I I should know this. I did a whole podcast. Jenny's yelling at the uh, yeah phone right now. David E. Kelly. Well, no, not 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 him. The guy that did the directing, not David E. Kelly, not the producer. Oh, 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 oh! You're okay. That's the problem that they had with this show. You're right. I re- okay. That's now I remember the correction. Jean Marc Vallee. That's the guy. Yep. Remember, he took it over he- from Andrea Arnold. Yeah, in the second yeah. season, and took over all the. He did the first season, and yeah, he, he in between those two seasons, he did Sharp Objects, and right, they're both fantastic. Sharp Objects was another one that got a ton of love on our top ten list. I hadn't even thought about it. I love Sharp Objects; it's a great horror, great horror miniseries. But it's hard to go against Chernobyl. That, that was that was my number one show of last year, and I still have to stick with Chernobyl here because it's. It's just a fantastic show. I yeah. love both of them, though. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Chernobyl. And, of course, one of our greatest living actors, Jared Harris. That guy's amazing. And please come back to The Expanse. Just well, make- he's too busy. Oh. He's too busy shooting Foundation right now. I know. It's upsetting. It's like, come <laughs> on. That's what they lo- – but, you know, I think that's what happened. They lost him before they moved to Amazon. Um, so I think that was part of like when, you know, this series kind of in the last season that it was, um, on sci-fi, which it was a great season, but you could tell that some people weren't, were coming back. They at least still mentioned his character's name. So hopefully we'll see him again. Cause yeah, I I would love to see him back as well. Yeah. And in the last season they did too, like two or three times, like there was like, there's a message so I yeah. hope he comes back. But I'm going with Chernobyl. That was an amazing yep. series. And you know, the news came out that 
the team that did Chernobyl, both the director yeah. and the writer, producer, uh, showrunner, are going to do The Last of Us. Uh huh. So I have not played the games, but I know enough about them to know that sounds like a perfect match. Amazing. I I I got it. I I did a curbside pickup at GameStop. The guy came out, gave me the game at my car. I said thank you. I took it home, and then I went on to Facebook. And Brett posted something like, it's nine days till dark, or, you know, or I can't remember uh-huh. who. Well, I saw some post and I said, oh, shit, I can't play this game. And, and I'm finishing the original Zelda. I'm on the last well, when I, when I saw that when I saw that you had purchased the second one, because we, we were going to record last week and we delayed it to tonight. And I thought, oh, he's going to want to delay it again because he's not going to be able to pull himself away from the PS4. Oh, uh, yeah. So, not yeah. <laughs> It will. It's going to happen soon. That that is an incredible game. And if you, I mean, it's a video game, definitely, but it's a journey. It's like you know, a third person. There's just a guy on the screen. You're following uh-huh. him. You know, you, it's a movie, really. And it's going. Yeah, I've heard a lot. About it. Yeah, I've heard. I've everybody I know that's a gamer just raves about it. So I. It's one I do want to play. It's whenever I get time again, who knows when that will be. So I'll be the guy playing that when he's 60 years old and talking about it. And it's been out for 20 years. So, but yeah, the, uh, the, I should say too, while we're still on Chernobyl, the top three seeds in this bracket were all at one time, a number one seed. So Chernobyl was, it was like throwing darts to pick one, two and three on this bracket. So number two seed is band of brothers. Yeah, and that's versus, the next up. That's next yeah. up is Band of Brothers versus Maniac, which I didn't finish. But and Maniac's I, an, that's another one that was had huge support. I wasn't going to yeah. put it in there, and after listening to it, there was another four or five people that mentioned it on their top tens of 2018. So I'm like, well, I'll put. And I, I enjoy. I like Maniac a lot too. So it was. It's not going to beat Band of Brothers, nor should it. But it, sorry, I cut you off there. <laughs> No, I I agree. I love Band of Brothers, man. I I try to rewatch this. It's been a while, and you know what? I'm gonna hit this up. I love absolutely love this. I the the follow up the the one about the Pacific. I mm-hmm. didn't feel they tried to kind of change it up a little bit, and to me, it felt like. Uh, the difference between like uh, New York documentary and jazz, even though one is Ken Burns and one is Rick Burns, but like when you try to change it up, sometimes it's better to just tell the straight story. Yep. And um, Band of Brothers is just such a straight story. You follow these this same ba- this same group, this same company from when they come in to all the way and i feel like if you watch band of brothers and then saving private ryan like at the end uh it's just a perfect like uh like one encapsulation of one kind of group story of uh of world war ii maniac was crazy though deep i i think i only got through like three episodes just because maybe i wasn't in the right well, mood for it. It's weird. I yeah, mean, it is really, weird. really weird. And it, I it took me a while to get into it, but by the end of it, I was really sucked in. I mean, the cast there is great too. I mean, Emma Stone, Jonah Hill, uh, Justin Theroux, Sally Field is really, really good in it. It's it's the cast is really good. It's and this is a weird matchup. This is one of the few of these matchups in here were hard to make the matchups really fit right. So 
I mean, it, it's kind of like devs. It's going to be sacrificial. There's no way Band of Brothers is losing this. Yeah, no, so I agree. Well, that's you know, but that's kind of the fun. It's good to see some yeah. some of the. This is that's why I wanted to talk about this. I think this is a fun one to talk about because it's a lot of interesting categories. Now, and like the, the oh, well, and just looking ahead to the second round in this, that's when this one really gets interesting. I yeah. mean, Chernobyl versus Band of Brothers, or Watchmen versus either one. Of, from what you said about Unbelievable, or versus OJ. I mean, oh, th- these are all heavy, heavy hitters. It's, it's this one's going to be a fun bracket. <laughs> I think it's going to be Watchmen versus Band of Brothers. That's what I think it's going to be. I, I, that's my, that's what my guess is. I still think Chernobyl still got a lot of. Man, it's this was a tough one, but I think Watchmen takes the whole thing. I would pick Band of Brothers over Chernobyl. I love Chernobyl, but I would pick Band Mm -hmm. of Brothers over it. Yeah, I, I think I would go with Chernobyl just because I haven't. It's been so long since I've revisited Band of Brothers. I probably throw in an episode of Band of Brothers tonight, and it'll be like, oh yeah, Band of Brothers. Yeah. So if you throw in one episode, you're going to watch the whole thing, man. Yeah, I won't be sleeping. I'll just, yeah. I'll, I will watch the sun come up t- tomorrow morning. Well, I'll be watching dark. All right, let's go into the future. <laughs> And now these are classic dramas, boldly going into classic dramas. Shows need to have been off the air for 25 plus years to to qualify. This is one hell of a list. We're not going to go deep into it, but I'll go through it. The number one seed is Star Trek. It's going against the number eight seed, Northern Exposure. Yes. I love now there are hints that they're going to bring it back but look if you've been off this long you get to make the list. Yep. Um, yeah. There there is one other show in here that technically came back for some TV movies in the 90s and 2000s but I still included it. So yeah, yeah. there there's a little wiggle room here. Yeah, there has to be. Uh that is great. Hill Street Blues versus St. Elsewhere. Oh my god, that is a tough one. <laughs> Man, yeah, Hill Street that's... Blues was so fucking dark. That was like a dark show. Yeah. That was really tough. All right, then yeah. we're moving on to this is a great oh, this is great too, because these are kind of artifice but fun. Miami Vice versus Columbo. Columbo was great, man. Peter Falk. Peter Falk was a deep dude. The 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 mm-hmm. jacket, you always thought he was gonna flash somebody, but really he was a detective. Um, and then the, uh, this is, I, I, will, I want to okay. say one thing about Columbo, the, uh, the spinoff, Mrs. Columbo did not make the tournament. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know there was that. Yeah. Starring, uh, what's the, the, she played Catherine Janeway on Voyager, Star Trek Voyager. That's two stars in it. Oh, I can't think okay. what her name is. Yeah. I Kate Mulgrew. Kate. Yep. Okay. Wow. Sorry. I just had to throw that at I found Miss a few funny Columbo. facts on it. Since I'm not going to be talking about it, I had to throw that one in. Miami Vice is great too, man. Oh, I watched. Yeah. I watched that. I watched every single episode of that while it aired. Uh, and the last, though, this is a tough one. This is great. <laughs> Twilight Zone, which has the number two uh, overall here, and uh, Quantum versus Quantum Leap. That's tough. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, Twilight Zone is almost like its own thing, you know. But then when you have to put it up against something, you have to put it up against something. Yeah, you know, there was a it's lot of great Twilight Zone, but also a lot of not great Twilight Zone. Yeah, it's the oldest show that made the tournament as well. So, nineteen fifty nine. Man, that's a tough one. All right, let's keep it moving. We're going to talk about this. 
the bracket where everybody knows your name. Classic comedies and shows, again, need to have been off the air for 25-plus years to qualify. Why don't you take us through this, Andy? Well, the number one seed, I think I'm guessing everybody can guess what it is, is Cheers versus a nomination from Heath, Three's Company. Come and knock on my door. Yes. The Cheers is one of my top, if not top ten, top five shows of all time. I love Cheers. It's an all-time classic. I mean, Three's Company, I always laugh when I watch it, but I I can't. Cheers is going to beat it, at least – and for me, Cheers is my, my slam dunk thing. You know here. what? This is tough for me, man. Because, you know, Cheers for me holds a special place. You know, my dad was a bartender. Um, I've been to this damn Cheers thing, and I just, it just, it, it was a, something special. Ted Danson, uh, Shelley Long, Frazier. Uh, Norm, you know, I mean, come on, it's cheers. But then I think about three's company and though, when I think about it, it's just that one room, right. That like the whole show, (laughs) but, um, Jack Tripper, man. I mean, yeah. John Ritter is so, so damn good. Ah, what, and what a great cast there too. Three's company. That is, that's a hard, I think I'm going to have to go, you know, my heart, there's something also about when I was a kid, Three's Company, there was a certain, maybe it was the women on the show that had a certain fascination. (laughs) Why was I kind of fascinated with this show? I kind of like Janet. Um, You know, I'm going to go with Cheers. It's, I mean, it's a, one thing I love about this bracket is this, especially this matchup, I love both shows, but I can't, I can't not go, I can't, like I said, Cheers is one of my all-time favorites, so I can't, I can't not go with Cheers. I'd be surprised if it lost, but you never know. And who knew that they ran concurrently? So Cheers ran, because you put all the data in here, 11 seasons, 271 episodes from 82 to 93 Cheers ran. Three's Company, eight seasons, 172 episodes from 77 to 84. So in the 82, 83, and 84 seasons, Cheers and Three's Company were on the air together. Yep. I, I wouldn't have thought, thought it was, that. It's, I wouldn't have either. It's, it, it, I found a lot of really cool things. Like the other thing I saw about Cheers, every season it was on the air was nominated for Best Comedy Series. But uh, Three's Company, man, it is kind of the same uh, joke over and over, right? It's that somebody misheard somebody. Um, yep. You know, like the old, that's what I call it in life. Like, oh, we're, we're living a threes company again. So let's go with cheers. All right, let's move it on to the next one. This is a tough one here because these are very different shows. Yep. These, uh, number four is nominated by Gareth, uh, Faulty Towers versus number five nominated by Tucker, The Wonder Years. And boy, oh boy, I don't even know how to. I don't even know. I don't know which one to pick because I love both of these shows. Yeah, man. I don't know. You got 12 episodes versus 115. (laughs) Kind of very, very different shows. 
but the way this is, I'm going to have to go. I mean, I am in a, I am a, a, a red blooded American here, Gareth. I'm going with Tucker. I'm going with the wonder years. Kevin, baby, Winnie. Oh, Winnie. Where yeah. are you, Winnie? Yeah, no kidding. Winnie still, uh, still, still looks pretty good when I've seen pictures of her, but yeah. man, yeah, I got to go with the wonder years too. It was a, a show I grew up with and I, I haven't went back to it, so I don't know if it would still hold up if I did go back to it, but it's, yeah, I, I think the Wonder Years will probably win this, but Faulty Towers is still still one of the funniest shows, but there's just not very much of it. Yeah, but sometimes so, that's yeah. a good well, thing, though, as we've said. You know, yeah. like even if you look at the Wonder Years, the middle seasons, I think the last season they came back and they tried to kind of end it strong and have a resonance yep. to it, um, yep. but... You know, the middle season's a little wandering, wandering. Yeah. Yeah, that's, and that's one of the things I noticed when I was looking at some of these things, like some of the shows that, that run for so long when they were running 25, 26, 27 episodes a season versus shows now that are running 10 episodes, eight, it's hard to, it's hard to compare because what I try and do, I guess, on some of those long running shows is if I would just take out the eight or 10 best episodes that would match up. So it would be competitive. Those eight or ten episodes, because how can you? I mean, even Lost had some of those episodes. That, I mean, not that they were bad episodes, but they were definitely time filler episodes. And yeah, if you t- so, it's it's hard to hard to. It's one of the hard things about comparing these two or a couple of these matchups because, like the short shows, I I wanted to find a spot to include the UK version of The Office, and it just missed it as well. But because that's an, another really short, yeah. really um, British show that I absolutely loved. Unfortunately, it did not make the cut this time, but I'm going with the Wonder Years here. So, all right, let's. I'll, I'm, we're both going with the Wonder Years. Number three and six battle here is between Heath and Brett. Heath and Family Ties versus Brett and the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. This is a tough one because you know recently, um, when our family was together. I was showing Lachlan some, I like to go back and just be like, watch this show and I'll show him like Alice or I'll show him, you know, whatever good times. And then I'll be like, all right, watch silver spoon, you know, anything that I can find, Uh, watch one episode. And I showed him the fresh Prince of Bel Air and Mm -hmm. something that I had forgot is how, um, I mean, I don't want to say that it was super deep, but it it dealt with issues, not always. And I mean, the pilot deals with it more than anything because they're like establishing who he is as a character. Yep. Uh, but The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was a great show. And it reminds me, too, of when Will Smith did good things. Because, yep. you know, I have a vendetta <laughs> against Will Smith. Yep, um, I, I've been one of the people leading the charge in his defense on the Facebook page over the last yeah. year or two against you. So. I know because that's and I, I will, I'll be the first person to admit Will Smith makes some poor choices. But when Will Smith is good, he is really I mean, it makes it a little more disappointing when he does pick the bad ones because he can be good. There's I mean, there's a famous episode now where, where you see the clip shared all the time of when his the, the episode where his his dad comes back and Uncle Phil goes against his dad. And I mean, it's yeah. super emotional and all the actors are so great in it and. But Family Ties also is, 
I rewatched an episode of Family Ties not that long ago, and I forgot how good this show is, too. Mm, and talk about and, resonant to today. You know, you got, yeah. I mean, this whole uh-huh. Instagram, get mine kind of like culture is like Alex P. Keaton reincarnated, you know, like. That's exactly right. That's it's, what it is. Yeah. Instead of wearing business suits, they're, they're on yachts and taking Instagram photos or they've got spray tan. You know, it's like the same yeah. shit. So yeah. I think that that just shows you what they were, they were really using the generations as a gateway to something deeper. But uh, I like both of these, but I'm going to go and I, I should say my vendetta against Will Smith is purely (laughs) for his choice of the crappy movies that he does and how he has become kind of so self-important when he is fans. I love Will Smith. Like I really do. And I, he's done some great films here and there that I've really enjoyed. Uh, but overall, I mean, that last bad boys movie, like Martin Lawrence was funny as hell, but Will Smith was ter- It was just like, Oh yeah. I've been, I've been waiting for that to hit streaming. Cause I didn't, I, I still enjoy, I, I still, I like the first bad boys. I did I did not care for the second one at all. So I haven't really been that excited to see it, but I will still watch it when I can, but I'm not going to go out of my way to see it. Yeah, the uh, that I mean, and with uh, the Will Smith thing, that part of what annoys me is he. I don't want to say he's gotten lazy with his choices, but he doesn't take chances. I mean, even though it's twenty years ago, he famously turned down the Keanu Reeves role in The Matrix. He yeah. turned down the he turned down the Django role in Django Unchained. I would have loved to have seen oh, what he would man. have done in either one of those. That he would have been so much better than Jamie Fox. Man, come on. It's and it was oh man it's just it's it's sad that he gets offered those kind of roles that could have really turned his career into something it's not else. What he wants to do, he wants to jump know, off it's, buildings it's, and yeah, you know it's frustra- I mean? that part of me is frustrating. But I, my love of Will Smith goes back to this show, The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. So I, this one I don't, I'm not sure. I think I'm going to go with Fresh Prince of Bel Air, but right. the, I'm not. Oh man, this one I may change my vote when the voting actually starts. Okay. All right. This, well, this we is can, one of my toughest matchups that I have in the brackets. That's for my, okay. For me, that's okay. Me personally, this, so. this next one, uh, what we got next? Mash, which is number two in this bracket, against number seven, Black Adder. I have not seen Black Adder. This is Gareth again with the UK influence. Yep. I um, have also not seen Black Adder, so I've heard very, very good me things, too. but I've never. But Mash is an all timer, and I have to admit. You know, I was never a fan of MASH. I think it's a great show, but I could, uh, it was just really seemed really depressing to me. Um, This is like why I can't watch The Office because it takes place in an office. Uh, I mean, the the name of the theme song of MASH is Suicide is Painless. I mean, they don't exactly, (laughs) they don't exactly start it off with a happy note. Yeah, it's, it always was so uh, had this su- such darkness to it. And I know that's what makes it great. And I know that there's, I mean, just fantastic episodes and it's groundbreaking. This is going to be a hard one for me. I'm going to vote for black adder because you know why Gareth is awesome. There's mash is a show. It's this one. I'll probably go for mash. Cause I, I, I definitely like mash more than you. There was, there was one cool thing. I don't even know if you can find it anymore 
one of, and I don't know if they did it for the whole season, but some of the early DVDs had versions you could watch without the laugh tracks, and it made it a completely different show. And I thought it made it a much better show. But oh, it's it's wow. It's, I don't I don't know if they're even available anymore because I think my I want to say if I gave the season one to my parents or something, and I know there was a feature where you could and I watched four or five episodes and I'm like, wow, this is not like you thought it really gets dark without the laugh tracks. Ooh, it's, that's interesting, though. I love yeah, I'll have to see if they still have that DVD set in a box because I don't even know if you can buy it anymore. But yeah, it's I I, I'll, I will go with Mass just because of I still enjoy it. I I, I probably seated Mass a little high. I seated it more high be, just because of its place in history. All right, and I I think I think the, I think the Family Ties Fresh Prince matchup could the winner of that one could beat Mash or Blackadder in the second round. Yeah, I think that Cheers is going to take this, man. Yeah, I think Cheers is. I think Cheers is the heavy favorite. I mean, that's why I named the bracket after it. Yep, I agree. All right, let's keep it moving. We are going. We don't want to keep you up too late. The next one is some more comedies. This is a gr- oh, this is a great one. We got to do more podcasts to talk about all these, and of course, we're going to be voting on them and chatting about them. But this is the one where we vote on comedies. And, of course, you know what's going to be in here. These are less cynical comedies. And I like the way that this is differentiated here between kind of cynical and less cynical because I think that's important. Uh, I I struggled to find a way to divide the comedies because I wanted to keep all these in here. But that was the best because even these shows we're going to talk about, there's still some cynical stuff in it. But they're a little more heartwarming and friendly than – then the, the second bracket, the second comedy bracket we'll get to. Oh, yes. And we know which one leads that one. Um, the most cynical <laughs> show ever on television. So in this, we got Friends going up against Shit's Creek. That's a pretty good one because Shit's Creek has got a lot of new fans. People are digging it. Yep. There's actually three, three of these eight all ended their runs in this group just in the last month or two. So a lot of newer shows in this Yeah, two of those other ones being The Good Place versus Modern Family. I'll say my votes. That's a hard one, though, because you know what? I'd say the first three to five seasons of Modern Family, I definitely watched all those episodes, and I really like that show. Uh Uh-huh. I think if it would have ended after season four or five, it would be a one or two seed. This was one of those shows I talked about that got docked because the later seasons were... They were seasons. I'll just put them like that. (laughs) Yeah, I read like what happened in the last episode, and it didn't even make any sense to me. Um, Yeah, I didn't. I I didn't. I don't think I watched the last two or three seasons, but this is in there because of the strength of those first three or four seasons were really, really good. And next up, we have number three seed Parks and Rec versus the number six seed Frasier. That is tough. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Yeah, there's some killers in this one. Oh man, Frasier. And the next one too. Oh, this is like the suit. Oh, this is like where you have like, this is where like two planets come against each other. The office (laughs) number two seed versus community at number seven. Now, like I said, I've tried to watch the office. I probably watched maybe the first season and I've watched some episodes here and there. But whatever I do, I just I know it's about the characters, but the fact that they're in an office, I hate offices. I've like worked most of my life to try not to be in an office. And if it was an office, I tried to decorate it like it wasn't. 
Uh, so <laughs> I can't, I, I know you two are not a fan of, I, have you, have you ever worked in an office? Uh, I actually have a part-time job in the wintertime. I don't think I've ever talked about this part-time job in the wintertime working in a tax office. So it's only two or three days a week, but I help like enter, like do data entry just, just to get me out of the house a couple days a week in the wintertime. So I've worked, a, I've had a little bit of office experience, but it's a pretty, I kind of can come and go when I want. So it's not an eight to five job, but I have a little experience with it and I would not want to do it every day of the week. Yeah. That's a little different. I know what you're yeah. saying though. That is an office. You're right. You get I'm, the, I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I've never been in like a, the corporate office like is in this. Yeah. That's like a no strings attached off. Like, I mean, I've been in an yeah. office where they've been like, please tell us if you're getting up to go to the bathroom, you know? like Yeah, no, no, none mm. of the, none of that goes on here. That's oh my, my boss there. I, my boss there is awesome. She's, a, she's amazing and lets me basically make my own hours. So I don't have that issue. So I haven't experienced that, the kind of office that's in this show. Well, I have been to college and community and I did actually take summer <laughs> classes at a community college, which I loved. Union uh-huh. County College. I love community. That's a tough one. All right, we got to keep it moving. That's a great bracket. Moving on to the cynical comedies. Oh man, this is this is holy shit. <laughs> this is tough. All right, you want to take us through this quickly? Yes. Number one seed is Seinfeld. I oh, mean, there's no other choice for that. The best uh, versus uh, a Brett nomination and a show that's been talked on talked about quite frequently on the network, Portlandia. My two homes, New York and Portland. That's a tough one, but I got to go Seinfeld. I'm just going to say it because I love Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah, I think Seinfeld's a heavy favorite in this bracket, yeah. but there could be some upsets. I think the number four seed is Thirty Rock. Versus another Brett pick, Flight of the Concords at number five. Oh, two awesome <laughs> shows. The number three seed uh, is Chappelle's show, where it ran not very long, but man, what a show. Versus another show like Modern Family, that if it would have ended after three seasons, probably would be a one or a two seed, Arrested Development, yeah. at number six. The Arrested Development. Another, another show Brett nominated, yeah. But, but yeah, the first three seasons of that are some of my favorite TV of all time. Uh, number two seed is Veep. Ooh. And the number seven versus the number seven seed, Kids in the Hall. You know, Brett nominated four of these comedies, so Brett is probably going to have to come on for this this bracket as well. Oh, man. <laughs> but, Kids in the Hall versus Veep. That's a tough one. Oh, man. I love the Kids in the Hall. And actually, I just listened to the audio book, Mike Myers' Brother, wrote a book about the history of the kids in the hall and it's fantastic. It is really yeah, it's absolute I don't even remember the name of it, but look up Kids in the Hall book. It'll come up. It's like yeah, I will. written on and it's the audio book is great. He reads it and it it's uh. it, oh man, I love the kids in the hall. That's a tough yeah. one. But whatever happens, Seinfeld is gonna win it all. Yeah, I, I I can't see anything. This is another one of the heavy favorites. I'd be shocked I if no Chappelle show though. Chappelle show might not. I don't know. That's yeah. There, there's some wild cards in this one. This one's going to be a fun one to see what happens. So yes, that is true. All right, let me see. I'm I'm looking ahead to see what we got. Oh man. All right, we don't, we got like four or five left. We got okay. We're going to talk about the main event. So the next one, we're going to go. Oh, this is a great one. The truth is in this bracket, baby. Sci-fi. Oh, I like it. Number one, the X-Files versus number eight, Stargate SG-1. That was such a great series. 
Oh man, I was I was shocked to, to see how long that. I didn't realize that. I never finished SG One. I couldn't believe that it ran as long as it did. Two hundred and fourteen episodes it was blew my mind when I saw it. It had that many episodes. Yes, I did not watch all of them, nor did I watch all of the X Files. You know what? The, my favorite Stargate is. Uh, what is it? Stargate Universe. It's the. It's only ran two seasons. It's when they were on the ship. Yeah, there was found. Universe and and what was the other one? Um, oh, there was Atlantis. Yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of Stargate ones, man. That's a tough X Files. Well, Agent Donald is going to vote for the X Files. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, then you put Star Trek against Star Trek: The Next Generation versus Deep Space Nine. Oh, we got to talk about that. All right, Andy. <laughs> yeah. All right. This podcast is going to go on forever. The next generation. That's okay. We can oh. for this little one here. Wow. And look at this. I never realized this. Both seven seasons. Uh, uh-huh. Next generation, 178 episodes. Deep Space Nine, 176. Wow. But you know what? You got to count some of the. Next generation. Well, I don't know. Some of the I was. I remember I started watching it again. I got like three seasons in to Next Generation, and I, I like two or three. I skipped around a little bit more in Deep Space Nine. Deep Space yep. Nine has the whole war that happens and where it got really serialized. Yeah, last couple seasons where it gets super serious and gets really, really, really good. Yeah, but Next Generation is Jean-Luc Picard and Riker and Data and, oh, man, that's tough. I I know that this was a – this one's hard on me too, but I – I mean, next gen. I've got to go next. Next gen is. I love Deep Space Nine, but I really love Next Generation. It's still my favorite. Still my favorite Star Trek series. I. Yeah, it, it's 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 difficult. <laughs> Very difficult. I can't pick one. All right, the next one you have <laughs> is Fringe versus Buffy. That's good. Fringe versus Buffy. Oh man, Fringe is a forgotten great too. And Fringe, and though, in the middle was a little air, but they at the end, they really, the last two seasons I felt were great. And that's one I have not, uh, Brett and I were talking about this on Facebook a little while ago. Neither one of us has seen Fringe. <gasps> what? Yeah, Fringe is yeah. so great, man. Fringe is so uh-huh. great. I have the box, Blu-ray box set sitting in my basement right now, and I think the plastic is still on it. All right. We're turning off the podcast. Andy's going to watch the entire series of Fringe. We'll be back in 100 hours. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Next, you have Battlestar Galactica. Ooh, I like this. Versus Futurama. That's fun. That is fun. Mm-hmm. BSG, man. And this is the uh, this is the Ron Moore version. Uh, and to- actually, three, three of these shows... Deep Space Nine and Next Generation, he also had yep. huge, huge parts in. So, and Outlander will probably be on the, in this bracket if we do this again when that finishes. So, that's a great. Ronald D. Moore's got a lot of a lot of credits to his name that are some high quality stuff. All right, now we're moving on to the Heath Solo Showdown bracket shows that were canceled too soon. You want to run through them? Yep. Number one, Tim and Tucker both nominated Firefly. Ah, oh, yeah. Versus. Number eight seed, Lodge 49. Great show. Uh, number four uh, versus number five. And number four is Party Down. I have no idea how many people have actually seen this show. I love it. It's on Hulu, so check it out if you haven't. Amazing. Uh, number, five, 
first number five Farscape, which Roberto is a big fan and uh, nominated that as well. Number three, even though it wasn't, it was canceled too soon and then brought back and did a movie. Is Veronica Mars? I had to put it in there because you and mm-hmm. you and Ken podcasted about it, and it still technically was canceled too soon when it was. So okay. I, I broke the rules a little bit by putting that in there. Versus number six, Rome. Uh, number two, another show I have never seen and I need to is Terriers because I know I'm going to love it. Versus the OA at number seven. This is a great category, and man, Rome was awesome. That was, and if it, you know what, if Rome had been made two years later, you know, three years, it would have been huge and HBO would have kept on paying for it because it was a budgetary concerns and and it shows in the second season too. They like, there's a lot less sets and they're repeating stuff, you know? Um, and Terry, it was just just a little bit too ahead of its time. Yeah, definitely. Terriers versus the OA. Yeah. Terriers was great, but you talk a lot. I mean, Terriers was a great show, but I wonder what a season two would have been like, you know what I mean? Like it's that show that I wonder if that season was so great. I don't know. That's a tough one. I think one day yes. they'll bring him back to do a, a Terriers movie. One day, I think. And that's another one that's on Hulu now, too. So it's, yeah. I, that's one I'm hoping to watch very soon. Yep. This is a tough category. All right. Let's keep it moving. And this is where we get to the network dramas, the Dharma and Invitational Tournament. Oh, this is, these are great shows. All right. I'm going to take this one. Now, first, we have number one versus number eight. This is an. I think this is going to go down very quickly. This is like yeah. Mike Tyson versus some Me. chump. Yeah, versus yeah. right. Lost versus House. Now House is great. No joke. I I did and I and I watched probably almost all of House. I love that show. That was yep. one that I'd put on in the background. But it's Lost. Mm-hmm. We don't even have to go into it. We all know how much we love yeah, Lost. Somebody had to be sacrificed. Yes, so sorry, exactly. House. Exactly. <laughs> Sacrifice to the lions, uh, the Dharma polar bears. All right. Then you got number four, Law and Order versus number five, Downton Abbey. That's tough. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Number three, Twin Peaks versus number six. Friday Night Lights. Ooh, those are cult favorites, you know? And I seem to remember, is that you that's not a huge fan of Friday Night Lights? I love Friday Night Lights, but I think it's overrated because it has like three good seasons out of the five. And though they're fantastic, even within it, I felt, I don't know, man. I got to say that I thought the last season was very good, but I also, at times it was a little overwrought for me, you know, like it, it sometimes jumped to the soap opera mm-hmm. away from the drama mm-hmm. and that can yeah, be okay. If you're like we, the Ryan Murphy that we talked about earlier, where you can kind of handle that camp aspect but Friday Night Lights didn't always it, – it, it, let's just say it didn't always score a touchdown or <laughs> kick the extra point, really. It didn't um, always convert the extra point. Yeah, no. exactly. That, so that's a tough one. Now, Then, yeah, this is great. 
Number two versus no, ooh, these now ooh, these are great network dramas. West Wing versus number seven, Homicide: Life on the Street. And you know what? I forget too that Homicide ran for seven seasons. Yeah, I was surprised to see that too. For some reason, I was thinking it was only three or four seasons, but it was around for a long time. Yeah, it was. Well, if I remember correctly, and Heath would know best because I know this is one of his favorites. Um, I think it became more, more and more kind of procedural as time went on. Uh, okay, you know. Yeah, so, so I, I, I saw it. I, I was. It wasn't a show that I watched a ton, but I know there's a lot of love for it. So. Yeah, and it had a troubled production where I think they would like take it off and put it on at a different time, and I think there's different number of episodes per seasons. You know. Yeah. Um, yep. But the Hard West Wing. Yeah. yeah. West Wing's fantastic, but then again, that too had a troubled production where you have like four great seasons. Yeah, and the season, as soon as Sorkin left, I mean, it's a noticeable decline. Yeah, it became a different show, and I think it did a good job of keeping up, but it wasn't the same show. And But the first four or five or however many seasons it was, those first are, every episode is a slam dunk home run. I mean, it's, it's a great show. All right, here we are. That was the network dramas, but this is the main event. We're going to talk a little bit deeper. This is the last bracket. This was you did a great job, Andy. This is really oh, fantastic. Thank you, man. thank you. Yeah, I, ho- I hope people enjoy this. So this is gonna this bracket here is the one that man. I don't know what's going to happen on this one. Yeah, this is tough. All right, why don't you take us through it? Okay, number one is The Wire mm. versus number eight Treme. <sighs> Man, Simon versus Simon. That's why I had, and I know I've never, I have never watched Treme. I know you and Heath talk about it all the time, so I know there's a lot of love for it. But oh, yeah, yeah, this is this is tough because the wire is the wire. Um, That's, and I hadn't, I hadn't watched the wire in a long time, and I watched last night. I rewatched the the pilot for this and the pilot for another show that we're going to talk about here in a few minutes, and I hadn't watched either one of them in. 10 or 12 years and man the wire oh man i forgot how good that is yep i know it's yeah Oof. it kicks I ass from, away all over from the first frame to the last that is uh-huh. I, I i but treme holds a special place in my heart um it is a little uneven uh four seasons but i would say that there's a little bit more of a focus in maybe the first and last seasons. Not that it's not great and it, but it's just, um, does it doesn't have the same intensity and focus. Uh, that's that, a little bit. Yeah. But that's okay because it's, yeah, the, you know, I, like I, it's I kind no of, yeah, it's part of the show in a way. Uh, I, have I, quite, I probably like that. I like the show to do that, so I probably I probably will love it. I just need to sit sit and watch it. I think you will, and I particularly have a love for New Orleans. I love it. I love that city. I think it's the most, maybe the most unique American city. It's wonderful, and I love jazz. So Treme to me, and I love New Orleans jazz. Um, and it's just so beautiful. I mean, that show would make me cry just little moments 
because of the music in it. So this is a hard one for me, Treme versus The Wire. But it's The Wire, so I have to pick The Wire. I just got to move on. I do too. Got to pick The Wire. And this next matchup is the one where you are probably going to scream into the microphone or something. Number four, Mad Men versus the show I had never seen until about three weeks ago. Number five, The Leftovers. How much of The Leftovers have you watched? No, I finished it. Oh, you did? Yeah. I started it like three weeks ago and watched it all like in a week. Wow. What did you think? I I had, oh, I loved it. I loved it. And it's, I have a feeling because I've never done that with uh, anything Lindelof shows I've ever watched. I've always done the, the long time in between. I think I'm wondering if it was it's a, a show that was better to do week to week instead of binging it all at once. Because I think I mi- I still really love the show, but I think I missed things just because I didn't have time to have it sit in my brain for a week in between episodes or a year in between seasons. That is an interesting question. Um, I think it probably benefits the first season because yeah. it is so heavy. Yeah, relentless. Yeah. Um, but the second and third season, especially the third season, it was mm-hmm. great to have that time because each episode was like almost a season in itself. You yeah, know? well, because I, I went back and listened to a couple of the podcasts that you and Aaron did about it. And I was and where you would obviously had time to rewatch it and sit and think about it for a few days before you recorded. And I'm like, man, I missed a lot of, because I would mow through two or three, especially the first season. I kind of did like one, maybe two a night. Cause it was just so like you say dark and relentless that you can't really watch a whole bunch of them. But the second and third season, I could watch more at one sitting. So I would kind of go back and listen to some of what you guys did. And I was like, man, I should have taken my time. I wish I would have taken more time with watching the show. Just cause you got I don't time, know. Man. Yeah. But I, st- I still love the show. So, I'm interested to see who you're going to pick. And Leftovers will be my pick here, I think. But Oh, man. But Mad Men, what a fantastic... I mean, Mad Men is some deep, deep shit. Beautiful, <laughs> emotional, historical, has a lot to say about America, has a lot to say about consumer culture masculinity marriage it's a wonderful show but i gotta pick the leftovers that's i yeah i mean there, there's just tough matchups on this in this bracket so I, yeah neither choice is the wrong choice here i don't think i don't i most of this on this bracket neither one's the wrong choice so I'll, i'm excited to see how these ones go how these matchups go because they're both amazing all these are amazing shows on this bracket so um that leads us to the number three seed, which is the Sopranos. Oh, that's the versus the number six seed, the Americans. Wow, man! Well, they could they should switch the names of these shows, and it would be like a similar show. Yeah, um, I could have called I the Sopranos the Americans. It's yeah, and you know, I didn't even I didn't even try and match that way after I saw the matchup because they just kind of fell into that place, and I thought, oh, huh, this is a kind of an interesting matchup because they're. They touch on a lot of the same kind of stuff. Wow. It's 85 episodes. The Sopranos went the American 75 
and The Sopranos was 99 to 2007. And you remember all those breaks in between and splitting up the final season into like two different parts. Um, I'm going to have, I would, I love the Americans and the final season was great, but I did not love the fifth season. I thought the fourth and fifth season both could have been a half of one season and they just messed up a bit. They just kind of timed it a little bit weird. I don't know if it had to do with. I know I couldn't have been FX because they let them do whatever the hell they want. But I, I I think that might have been part of what the issue was. They needed it because I agree with you. That season five was so it needed to be like three episodes shorter. Yeah, yeah. maybe even com- more. Acted right? a little bit. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with it, the Sopranos here. I, I think I will yeah. too. But I know there's Americans. There was another show on when I went back and listened to those top ten lists. A lot of love for the Americans That's out great. there too. So. But yeah, I think the Sopranos here too. So this this it, it comes to the that'll bring us to the final matchup, and I think this first round is pretty easy win for Breaking Bad at number two versus number seven Deadwood. I don't know, man. That's tough, dude. I mean, I love Breaking Bad, and of course, I love Better Call Saul, which isn't counted here because it's continuing. Um, yeah. and it's well, not- if it wasn't here. We might have seen the Breaking Bad versus Better Call Saul matchup. And I would pick Better Call Saul. But yeah, I don't – God, I still don't know. Yeah. This is very tough because Deadwood, only three seasons. You know, you have the movie. It, mm-hmm. it, 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 if someone was to ask me what happened in Deadwood, I would have to say I have no fucking recollection – of anything because it's all just a wonderful like montage of monologues and speeches that I would rewind and listen to again. Every time I, from the first episode at the end of the first episode, I was like, that is like fucking Shakespeare with curses. This is, uh, this is amazing. (laughs) And I watched it again and I would rewind Swearinger's 10 minute monologues or it was just, it's absolutely incredible, but I have to give this to breaking bad because it's so tight and it tells such a story. It's such a journey. Um, Deadwood is its own beautiful gem, but it's a busted gem. You know what I mean? It's got nicks in it. Whereas breaking bad is that is the, Pure meth, baby. Yeah, I, crystal. I think this will really. I mean, it's hard. Breaking Bad is so good and it's so iconic. And it's like I say, it's just a perfect show. There's really not. There's not a lot of stuff you could trim out of it. There's not a lot of stuff where like, oh, that season wasn't very good or that. And it builds on each other, and it just it, the tension ratchets up every single episode, and just higher and higher and higher until things start breaking and falling apart. And it, oh man, I. I think Breaking Bad's a strong candidate to win this. For a while, I had it as the one seed until I rewatched The Wire, a little bit of The Wire, and I'm like, I, I can't not give it to The Wire. But The Wire, Breaking Bad, Sopranos, Mad Men, Leftovers, I think any of them could win this bracket. Yeah, and you think about the finales, too, you know? Yeah. Um, 
Sopranos, of course, probably one of the most memorable finales. The Americans had an they t- I think yeah. they totally stuck the land. That was absolutely yeah. amazing. Breaking I'd Bad. The American sixth season is what vaulted it into a yeah. classic show. Was that sixth season was just great, especially the final episode was just really great. Brilliant. And Breaking Bad, but Deadwood, uh, you know, that's milch for you, though. You know, that's not really yeah. what the show's about. So that's okay. But, yeah. um, yeah. And then you think of The Wire, too. Treme, Treme was a, a, just a beautiful ending. This is a, this is a category. Yeah. That's why I called this one the main event because it's it doesn't get any better than this. Yeah, I mean you really can't go wrong with any of these shows. We gotta see. Will somebody? Will someone pop Mike Tyson one? Because that's the wire, baby. Man, yeah, it could. Yeah, I just don't. I just don't know. And I, I, I don't know how much love is out there for Madman or the Leftovers or the Sopranos. Still, I mean, it's because it's the Sopranos has been off the air for quite a while now, so. I got love. I think that's actually, I think that's the oldest show on the, in this bracket, isn't it? Oh, Deadwood actually was before that. Well, Deadwood started after it, but it, and well, I suppose a movie just came out. So yeah, the Sopranos is the oldest show, earliest show to debut for sure. 99. Yeah. Sopranos was early on there, man. This is a great, well, this whole thing has been great. Andy, this is a hell of a lot of fun, buddy. Yes. This was a lot of fun. (laughs) Yeah. This is awesome. It'll be interesting to see how everyone votes. Go on over to the Facebook page, facebook.com, whatever, slash DVR. Does anybody put anything into a search engine anymore or whatever? You just tap it on your phone, <laughs> look up, da- just put daily DVR in the search thing on, on the Facebook. It'll show up. Join us. And for those of you who are listening who are already on it, we're going to have fun voting about it talking about in the comments or try to do some podcasts maybe maybe uh if anybody feels like maybe we should do like a facebook live thing and yap about it with a bunch of people or something that might be fun try to get something going like that who knows yeah get everybody arguing in the comments that'll be fun yeah we could it could be like a zoom call that zoom thing went away quick because everyone realized only one person can talk yeah it's yeah it's not perfect (laughs) You do like a Zoom call with eight people and you're like all talking. I came up with an idea to digress where you're like, it's like you tap a person and you can go private and just hear them. Right. And then you can say, Hey, let's just talk to the, Oh, okay. Now let's open, you know, like you can ask people and like, kind of like nudge them or something, you know, like the old fashioned poke or whatever. I know when, because my wife does a lot of it with her teaching stuff, and a lot of times she'll just mute the other kids yeah. when they're on there until she needs them to talk or something. But God, I couldn't imagine so, doing that yeah. with kids, man. Oh, and and uh, speaking of that, before we go, completely unrelated, I need to wish my wife a happy birthday because it's officially now her birthday, and this will air on the day of her birthday. So I'm sure she won't listen to this, but happy birthday, Claire. Oh, happy birthday, Claire. Have a great – are you doing something special for her? Um, letting her sleep in a little bit and I think I'm going to go maybe cook some, cook a couple meals. I really should, nothing real fancy because everything's still kind of closed or shut down. So that's all you do, man. Treat her, treat her to a nice day. That's all. That's what I got on my birthday and the father's day and, too. Just have a nice day. And I think you got some Legos too. I think I saw it in you. <gasps> yes. I, you know what? I had part of cleaning up that garage was I found all like, 
I would open a box and it would be like all unopened Legos and Lachlan would be like, oh my God, dad, we got to open that now. I'd be like, nope, because we're waiting. When we move into, when we buy a house, we're going to move in somewhere and it's going to have shell. The houses around here all have like built-in shelves. We have nice, oh, and then yeah. I'm going to take the Legos out. I'm going to spend months putting them back together. And, oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, that's what. And then we're going to have all the. I have, I probably have like 30, 40 boxes of Legos that I have not opened. That's I've got a stockpile, not quite that many. I've got I think ten or twelve that I haven't opened down in the. Yeah. I'm I'm bad at buying them on clearance and just hoarding them in my yep. basement. So yep, I put I just put them in the closet, or I get them I get them for like a bur- birthday, like I got uh, the yep. the space shuttle set, and I just yep. put it away. That's, I do this. I I think I've had the uh, one. I've got a Millennium Falcon somewhere down in the basement that I've had for two or three years that I still haven't opened yet. So I I completely get it. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds fun. All right. Well, Andy and I have some Legos to not put together. Um, but this has been a fantastic episode. And I want to say thanks again to you for putting a lot of hard work into this. this is going to be a lot of fun. And we've already had a lot of fun just talking about it today. Yes. Yes. It was my pleasure. This, I love doing this kind of thing. So it was, it was fun. And we're going to do fun. And yeah, hopefully we have fun. Yeah, hopefully we have fun the rest of the, the rest of this tournament. Yeah, we will. We're going to do some more pods. And I think I was talking to Heath. I think we're going to try to do a mine hunter next week and maybe at the end of that pod i can cajole him into talking about some of these brackets here because you know solo likes to make lists baby he's gonna yeah love i know this. I was gonna say, this, is, this will be right up his alley i'm yep. i'd be shocked if you couldn't twist his arm a little bit yeah we will oh i won't have to yeah he'll love it all right well everybody I'm- thank you for listening thank you for downloading you have anything you want to say before we go andy I don't think so. Just everybody have a fun summer. (laughs) Yeah. Keep it safe. Wear your mask. Be cool to everybody. Let's spread some love. Check out DJ Tim Hines on Twitch. He's doing some sets that are awesome. That's a lot of fun. Want to say hi to... Oh, what else? So I was going to ramble on. We're going to say hi to the patrons and hi to everybody. There was something I was going to mention that I forgot. But I'll remember on the next. Oh, I remember. I want to give a shout out to Anna. Everybody remembers Anna from Indiana. Um, She had a bunch of old podcasts of Matt's Keys to Lost. And everyone should check out that Matt has re-released Keys to Lost on all the major podcasts apps out there so i think he calls it like re-listening keys to lost the re-listening or something and Uh it also includes a lot of the after shows that we did right after lost aired and um you know andy you helped me by giving me a bunch of old lost mythos episodes but i was still missing about 10 of them and it turns out that anna has them Oh, nice. Yeah. So Anna's, I sent her out a USB and she's going to, and she's got a bunch of old law shows. So we're going to have, I'm going to have to be, now I can at some point get to re-releasing when, once it's all out on the Patreon, I'm going to re-release all the lost mythos. And we got some Don, I'm going to talk to Donald. I want to try to get Donald to, I'll do it if he'll let me. 
I want to put all of his shows back up on iTunes so people can get to him because they were great, dude. He's going to get calls from like Hollywood once those things are up, you know? <laughs> they were so great. Yeah, I would love that was one I had them all downloaded and I I, lo- I lost the ones I had of it. I only think I saved five or six of those because I had all of the keys to loss at one time too. But for some reason, yours and Heath's I was able to save. I cannot find the other ones. So. All great shows. I appreciate it, Andy. And we appreciate you and we appreciate thank you, Anna, for doing that too. That's all she she had some black rocks that I was on too. I was on a bunch of those shows towards oh, the last yeah. couple seasons. Uh, but that'll be fun. So check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash DVR. Check out the website DVRpodcast.com. We're rambling. This was a whole lot of fun. Thanks for coming on, Andy. We'll do this oh, again soon. On. I got to. I got to give. I just remembered one thing. I got to give one quick shout out. We're we can't make it work because our schedules aren't going to line up quite right. But I got to give a shout out to Bill Cava because when he's listening to this, he's probably going to be driving like half a mile away from my house on his big vacation. So hi, Bill. <laughs> oh yeah, he's been taking great picks. He's going all over the country, man. That's awesome. Yes, it is. You can't keep Bill Kava down, man. He's going to find a way to travel, and he'll do it safely. <laughs> yes, he will. That's awesome. Yeah, shout out to you, Bill. All right. Well, we can keep on doing shout outs, but we got to end <laughs> yeah. this fucking show. Yeah. Yeah, let's go <laughs> build our Lego set. All right. Peace out, everybody. <laughs>